Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. a positive ring to it now around basketball season as we get to see the Charlotte 49ers that pick up the does. win over the weekend against ECU a rival for us Charlotte 49ers also see them atop the conference with eight wins in the conference it's awesome to see Charlotte 49ers basketball playing so well listen they're living their life like it's golden word to Jill Scott okay the gold rush is on the 49ers are falling <laughs> I love it all right so let's talk more about it shall we let's go to the Body Works Plus guest hotline and welcome Charlotte 49er athletic director Mike Hill to the program uh Mike thank you so much for the time how are you doing after this weekend Hey, I'm doing great. It's uh, we're still on a high after such a special weekend. Good to good to visit with you guys. Oh, absolutely. I, I wanted to talk about Fernville. Like that was the place to be over the weekend, right outside Halton. How was it for you attending Fernville? I believe you were handing out Bojangles biscuits as well, right, Mike? Absolutely. Um, I'm all about Bojangles, so that was fun <laughs> to do for sure, man. It was like uh, I had to I had to resist taking a couple for myself, but they were there for the for. The- and coordinating, you know, all, all the, the things that they do on game days. And they came to us along with some representatives of our student government and and, uh, and other groups and, and said about 10 days ago, hey, we want to do a camp out for this game. And and we were all about it. We loved the idea. We wanted to see it happen. And obviously you see that happen at big-time basketball programs. So worked with them to sort of coordinate it and make sure that, uh, that uh, they had everything they needed. And I remember on Friday, so the night before the game, six o'clock was the time that they were allowed to begin setup. And so I left my office at six o'clock to go downstairs just to see, you know, how things were going with the setup. And I was shocked. I came out and there were easily 30 tents that were already set up and cornhole was going. There might have been some beer pong. I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> but it was, it was, it was awesome. And, um, Listen, it was not a warm night, right? But they, they, they camped out and had a blast. The team came out and delivered pizzas with Coach Fern and the players. And uh, it was just, listen, that, that's a night that, that those students will never forget. Our team will never forget. Well, I mean, yes, and that's fantastic. I, I want to hear more about it. Unfortunately, we had one of the worst timed tests in Weston Walker mm. history. And so if you miss some of it, you can go to our website, WFNZ.com. Got to compliment his discipline, man, to have all those chicken biscuits and not eat any. I know that I would not have been able to do it. I, I did want to ask another question about Fernville though. Uh, Mike, like where does this environment rank among the best that you've been a part of during your time in Charlotte so far? Well, it's certainly the best that I've ever experienced here. And I know that a lot of our longtime fans have, have told me and, and talked about, you know, what it used to be like in the, in the, in the good old days. Right. And so um, what I experienced here this past weekend, Friday and Saturday, I've, I've been very fortunate in my career to have been in arenas like Rupp Arena and Cameron and Allen Fieldhouse. And I've sat through many really big basketball games, you know, at Florida with Kentucky and others rolling into town. And I can tell you that atmosphere, I texted my older son who lives in Gainesville. 
I texted him during the game. I said, this is as good as anything I have ever experienced anywhere. Um, it was absolutely electric. Um, awesome. Our students brought it. We had maybe 3,000 students here, um, and the alums brought it. And it was just you, – you could not have had a more perfect afternoon for this place, this program, this university. Mike Hill joins us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. And, Mike, how good does it feel for you as an AD to hire a guy, man, and it works out like that? Like, what did this moment symbolize for you as far as the process you went through and finding the leader for Charlotte basketball? Well, look, you know, when when I arrived here six years ago, we all know the state of the program at that time was, was not great, right? It was a six-win program. It lost 15 of 16. Um, a proud program with an amazing past, but uh, had really been in in, uh, in the desert for a while. And so, you know, we were committed to building something special. That was what attracted me to this job was I love basketball. And it's important to me that we have great success here. And so, um, you know, fast forward to where we are today. And I, I think back to sort of the trauma that we went through last summer with a, a really, really late coaching uh, decision to, to, to depart with Coach Sanchez and what to do and, and the players and the staff were, you know, in a bad place and, and they were in shock and we were all trying to manage and deal with it. And I know this, that when we went through that process and we sat down with coach Fern to listen to what his vision would be for the program and listen to our players. Um, it was crystal clear what we needed to do in that moment. And it felt right from the start when we hired Aaron, the, the way he managed the team through that really difficult period, um, and the way he has conducted himself and led the program since that time. Um, I know that the non-conference schedule was a little bumpy for us. Um, and But, you know, he and I talked about that before the season, that it might take us the full non-conference schedule to kind of find our footing um, as he, you know, made some adjustments and tweaks to some of the things we were doing offensively and defensively. Obviously, a lot of the core is similar, but we're doing some different things here, too. You've noticed, particularly with offensive rebounding, his tag-up system, um, you know, and also integrating, you know, some, some new players. Obviously, Deshaun Jackson has been a major force as a part of that. But the bottom line is um, it is extremely gratifying because we made a decision that was, um, you know, during an extremely difficult, high-stress, pressurized point, and very clearly it was the right one. And I'm just happy for our guys who went through hell last summer, and I'm also really happy for our fans because they've been in purgatory for a long time. And this is exactly what we've been waiting for. And, Mike, you talked about what a basketball guy you are. When you went and watched them play, it, as opposed to what you had seen previously, at what point did you feel like that this team was something different from what you had been seeing? Well, I think, you know, what we've seen, even in some defeats earlier in the year, and this was, there was a learning process and some growth for sure, they went had to go through in some failure. And that's certainly a part of the process, right? But there's a, there's a tenacity and a, and a competitive disposition that this team has that I just think separates itself from what we've seen in, in recent years. Um, and it gives you a chance to win every, every game. Look, you look at our schedule and you recognize that while there's, you know, there's a lot of danger spots on the schedule and there's not a game on the schedule that you don't go into, you know, concerned about, you also realize you could win. There's not a game on the schedule you couldn't win. You know, um, and so that is gratifying because it means that you've got a group of guys who believe in each other. They're playing with a great deal of confidence right now. Um, 
you know, the, the, the buzzword now we all hear in, in college basketball, in basketball period, is they're connected, right? But they are connected, and you see that. You see it in the locker room. You see it on the, on the floor when they play. Um, they compete at a, at a really high level. We may, not, we may not be the most talented team in the American, but we are one of the best teams in the American because of how we play, and we're a tough out. And I just think that that's going to continue the rest of the season. If, if these guys can, uh, you know, continue to learn how to play with the bullseye on their back because they have it now, you know, we were we were the, the hunter and now we're the hunted, you know, sitting atop the league at eight and one. And that's that that's a part of growing as a program too is learning how to win and, and living up to the moment. And Saturday we lived up to the moment. National television, packed house, a rival that comes in who would love nothing better. Than to knock us off and kind of you know uh, you know ru- ruin uh, ruin a, a lot of fun for us and instead we met the moment and um, and we won the game and so I'm just so proud of them and I, I love what I see the tenacity the toughness the competitive spirit and can't wait to see uh, see us play again tomorrow night. Charlotte's been meeting the moment every time. Like they beat FAU and then it's like, oh, the letdown game's coming up after that. But then they win that one and then they keep on rolling. It's so true. They have met the moment with Coach Fern at the helm. That's the voice of Mike Hill, the athletic director of the Charlotte 49ers, joining us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. Mike, I do want to go back to that coach hiring process. You mentioned during the process, not only did you hear from what Coach Fern had to say himself, but you also were listening to what the players had to say. What, what were they saying about Coach Fern? Well, the first meeting that we had as a group with the team after they were sort of processing the shock of it all was that they really wanted to they wanted to play together, first of all. That was important to them. And they wanted to play for Coach Fern. And they felt like the best chance that they had to play together was if we hired Coach Fern. Because the truth of the matter was this. We were at risk of losing multiple players on this roster if we had hired externally. Okay? And – the rules are, and I get the rules, but it makes it really tough if you lose your coach, that the players automatically have a 30-day window they can enter the transfer portal, even if the transfer portal for the rest of the country is closed. So in that situation, our whole roster would have been available for other teams to pick apart, and it was happening. Okay, We know <laughs> they were being recruited by other programs. I mean, it was tampering with a capital T across the board. And I'm confident that we would have lost at least two-thirds of our roster if we'd gone in another direction. But it wasn't just that, although obviously that was a that was a major factor. I didn't want us to go into a new conference that has some basketball uh, prestige and sort of limp into it with a roster that had been depleted. But also just listening to these guys and knowing, you know, how, how badly they did want to play together and, and and having some empathy for what they were going through. And it just felt like this was the best opportunity that we had to have a chance to succeed. And not only did I meet with the the team as a group along with our our staff, um, but I had several one-on-one conversations with with multiple players on our team and uh, even with a a couple of parents who reached out. Um, And I can tell you the the night uh, before the decision was made – I had a great conversation uh, with Igor Milicic, who obviously is having a hell of a year, Mm -hmm. you know, and I just asked him again. I said, Igor, you know, nine days ago, you told me that you wanted to play for Coach Fern. And um, I just wanted to call and make sure that's still the case that, you know, if we hire Coach Fern, that you still want to play here together with, with your teammates. And he said, yes, sir, absolutely. And the next day, 
Um, I brought in four more players into my office. I asked them the same question. I got the same response. And to be perfectly honest with you, even though I got those responses and I believed that they believed that, I still thought there was a chance that we might lose a couple of guys because of maybe some offers that might be made that we, you know, just couldn't compete with. But none of them left. And here we are today with a team that is performing at a really high level. And honestly, you look at the roster, unless the NCAA rules change again, which God only knows that seems to happen every week, um, this whole team could be back next year. <laughs> you know, so uh, that's pretty exciting. No, it's incredible. That's awesome that you were able to talk to the players like that. That's the voice of Charlotte 49er athletic director, Mike Hill. And Mike, I don't want to belabor the process, right? Like I just, I want to focus too on how difficult that was. And this is no shade to coach Sanchez. He felt that it was best to leave Virginia and, and so be it. I, I still have to imagine that puts you in a tough spot. How difficult was this hiring process compared to others that you've had? You've had a decent amount in your uh, six year tenure so far. It was really difficult. Um, just, you know, enormous uh, pressure because, honestly, you know, you're not used to conducting a, a, a search like this at that time of year. And knowing that most of uh, the coaches across the country had already established their rosters for the upcoming season through the portal and through recruiting and would be maybe reluctant to even consider this job, right? Now, that said, you know, there were there were some really quality coaches who – uh, were interested in this opportunity along with Coach Fern, um, but yeah, it was it was a huge stressor, um, and, and I think you know we tried to be uh, deliberate and smart, but also we had to act with as much swiftness as possible because we were in danger of losing our roster, and if we took too long, we were going to see guys leave, and. So we couldn't afford to do that either. So it wasn't an artificial deadline, right? Sometimes we impose artificial deadlines on ourselves in these searches. This was not artificial. Like there was a real sense of urgency that we had to have. And you hate rushing into, into decisions that are of this magnitude. And um, so in the end, you know, obviously we got it right. Um, and I'm really, really thankful for that. I think we spent a ton of time assessing, evaluating, and preparing to make the move that we made and, and it, and it, and it was the right call, but it was extremely difficult. And I'll just say this too. Um, I know we've got a large segment of our fan base um, who, you know, want nothing to do with coach Sanchez and, and want to vilify him. And, and I understand that I do. Um, and I was not happy. Ron will tell you, I was not happy either with the timing of his decision, but I also look at this and realize that the roster that we have and the head coach that we have today Ron Sanchez brought them here, right? And so I am grateful for that because right now we're competing at a very high level in a league that is, uh, you know, a step up from maybe even where we were before. Um, and we wouldn't have these guys here without him. So I thank him for that. But I also know this, that um, we're having a level of success that we haven't seen here in a really long time. And I could not be more excited for Coach Fern and our players and our fans. Mike, when you look at this process, too, with Fern coming in being a first-year head coach, they always need a player on the roster to be that messenger to help keep the guys on board, keep them focused. What player from your vantage point has been the biggest catalyst for uh, the success and, and their, their turnaround this year, so to speak, to get things together for Coach Fern? Look, I think, you know, the best teams, championship-level teams, are player-led. And you can have a really talented team, but if you don't have leadership on your roster and they're all looking to the head coach and the bench for direction and leadership, 
you're not going to win at a high level. It's just not going to happen. And so um, I think we have several guys on this team who, you know, lead by example and with their voice. I think about, um, I think about Deshaun Jackson, um, who is a, you know, really bright, strong leader. And um, I think about Lukai Patterson, obviously, um, as well. And Jackson Threadgill, who's coming off the bench now, uh, is another one who's a, got a really strong voice and is almost like a coach out there on the floor when he is there in the game. The coaches see him that way. And so we've got a bunch of guys, Igor, I mean, others, you know, I, I hate leaving people out, but I'm just singling out the ones who really stand out to me as, as guys who use their voice and who lead through their actions as well that provide, you know, Coach Fern and his staff what they need out there. And it's inspiring. Mike, last thing that I have for you, as far as this resurgence of Charlotte 49ers basketball, what traits do you want to see carry over from this that will hopefully carry over into the fall for football this upcoming season? Well, number one, um, the, the, just the energy and the enthusiasm around our program right now. Look, we have so much great stuff happening on this campus, not just in athletics, but as a university. And, you know, you, you saw it last fall. Um, gosh, the energy around our football program was spectacular. We had, you know, overflow crowds for the first three games of the year and a lot of excitement around the guys and around Coach Poggi. And I expect that to happen again this fall. I think that based on what I've seen, you know, what we, the talent that we've brought in, certainly at quarterback, at receiver, and other key positions, and knowing that the kind of defense that we were able to play last year, which was a dramatically improved defense, um, I can't wait to see um, see this team compete this fall. And so if this football team can take what this basketball team has demonstrated as key, and that is togetherness, connectedness, focus, player-led uh, strength, they'll have success. And um, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's a great home schedule. You know, James Madison and Tulane and South Florida and UAB – uh, among others, it, it, it's an awesome schedule. And I think our ECU, you know, our fans are going to love it. And uh, hopefully we have packed houses, all six uh, home games this fall, the way we saw in Halton Arena on Saturday. Yeah, it was great, to, great to see Biff Poggi out there as well, celebrating with the win. Also, huge win for Kara Consuegra as well and the women's team. Awesome stuff from her. Great to be a 49er right now. That's for sure. That's why we have Mike Hill, Charlotte 49er athletic director, talking about all of the positivity surrounding Charlotte athletics, including the men's basketball team. You can go find him on Twitter, by the way, constantly supporting his school at our Mike Hill. Mike, thank you so much for the time. We really appreciate it. Hey, thank you guys so much. Go Niners.